0: Yeah. All, I need is one mic. Yeah. all i need is one mic hey everybody welcome back to a new episode of one mic where i watch shit so you don't have to and today i'm here to talk about episode four it's four right yeah four of uh marvel and disney's what if it titled what if dr strange lost his heart instead of his hands um we got a lot to talk about here, <laughs> not just about the episode, but about its implications as well. So starting off with the episode, I think it's interesting the direction we've come from, right? You know, episode one, I came here and I was like, you know, this shit ain't for me. Like, I don't need to see Captain America First Avenger with a different character in it. This wasn't creative. This lacked what I expected out of out of what if. And if it's going to be like this, keep it. And now we're at episode four, which uh, these episodes have gotten progressively better for the record. And now we're at episode four, and this is one of the more ambitious things that I think they've done so far. Uh, we're looking at something that's almost like, you could borderline call this kind of like a, a short horror story, uh, That right down to the concepts, to the imagery. Uh, th- this was some dark shit, and I really liked where it ended. I liked how it ended. Uh, I liked pretty much everything about this episode. Uh, the animation on it was great. Like I said, the... Uh, uh, the imagery when I talked about like the horror kind of concept, right? Like the 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 way he looked after after you know Doctor Strange had absorbed all of these beings, and then when he ultimately defeated the the we'll call it good version of him, uh, and how he almost looked like Quasimodo, you know, and and you know he finally got uh, Christine back, and now he looks so grotesque, he doesn't even want to be with them. Like this is some there's some dark places we're going here, so. Um, you know I really enjoyed like uh, uh further imagery like the the images of the the various beings and him absorbing the powers I like how they animated that uh I thought um uh Benedict cumberpatch gave a pretty inspired kind of a vocal performance uh he had some really great moments you know it, it, it's one of those things where it's like even though it was animated for a second it felt like you were actually watching like a a some version of a doctor strange movie because it didn't feel like you were uh, you know, watching Benedict Cumberpatch voice an animated version of Doctor Strange, it felt like you were just watching Doctor Strange. It was it was a pretty uh, inspired vocal performance, but yeah, I, I really liked the dark direction this took. I love the ending. I love the uh, I love the fact that they uh, had the Watcher slowly start to interact with what was happening. Like, there's the moment where he speaks, and Doctor Strange is like, "Who who is that?" Like, so he hears them. He hears them for one. And, you know, the Watcher's been narrating the whole time and no character has ever responded. But I think that was just symptomatic of, like, you know, he's absorbed so much, you know, power that he can maybe hear things from other universes. Or in the case of the Watcher, someone who can observe all of these universes. And then the uh, later in the episode, when they have the Watcher, you know, he's essentially asking him to intervene. And he's like, nope, I can't. Should have did the right thing, asshole. <laughs> and, and the interview, the, the universe ends. Like, wow, okay, so that's where we're going. But um yeah really great episode and i'm very curious because like i I don't know about you guys and i haven't talked about this i don't even think i've talked about this like on any of my social media but uh watching the spider-man trailer for no way home i was very curious about that because like you know we've seen dr strange be very stringent on the rules (laughs) and everything we've seen him in from the first movie once he becomes Sorcerer supreme from the first movie and through the avengers right this is a guy who saw the, you know, the one in 14 million ways that they could win this fight and and kept it to himself because he felt like, you know, if I spill the beans, maybe it doesn't happen. So um, this is a guy who is very strict on uh, doing anything to impact time. You know, he keeps the keeps the time stone very guarded, uh, you know, doesn't do anything to to alter the course of events. And then the Spider-Man trailer comes along and Peter's just like, hey, yeah, can you make it so that no one knows I'm Spider-Man? All right, cool. I'll do that. That doesn't... Like, watching that trailer, I was like, am I tripping or does this not seem like something Doctor Strange would do? Now, (laughs) I'm I'm wondering, like, is that the version, the the version of Doctor Strange who was willing to sacrifice the universe to bring Christine back? Because, like, clearly that guy doesn't give a fuck about changing what happened in the past. And it can make sense because, like, this movie would have to take place prior to the universe ending, I would think. But, um, like... What if that Doctor Strange, this universe, this one that we saw, which I don't know, I felt like this, I'm going to rewind a little bit. I feel like this episode also did get a little bit too big for his britches at times. Like it got a little bit too wonky with the science and the mysticky stuff. Like I felt like it, it was trying to do a little bit too much. It got up its own ass just a little bit, just a little bit. But an example of that is when the a- Ancient One says like, you know, this I've split the two Doctor Stranges into one universe. So there's the one that makes this decision and the one that makes the other decision. And it makes me wonder if the events of Loki, where uh, Loki's decision, uh, the Loki's decision uh, to to kill that version of Kang, if that is what, you know, we know that changed time. If, did that somehow allow this other Doctor Strange, the one who made the wrong decision into our universe. And that's the Doctor Strange that Peter's talking to in that trailer, not the Doctor Strange that we know from uh, the Doctor Strange film and the Avengers films. So yeah, there's a a lot to ponder there. And uh, watching that episode, I thought this can't be a coincidence that we saw the Spider-Man trailer, you know, last week or whenever that was. And I remember sitting there thinking, and I didn't see anyone else saying this either. So it made me wonder if I was tripping. I'm sitting there thinking like, This doesn't seem like something Dr. Strange would agree to do so easily or to to agree agree to do at all. So and then on the heels of that to have a a what if where Dr. Strange is presented with the same thing, but to his benefit and he makes the wrong decision and it creates a different version of him like that can be a coincidence. Right. So, um, yeah, I'm wondering if that's the Dr. Strange from this and uh, maybe what happened with Loki opened up the uh, multiverse. (laughs) the multiverse of madness uh, to allow this Dr. Strange into our universe. And that's the one that Peters makes this request of. So um, yeah, like I'm really excited at the direction they're going with this whole multiverse thing. Overall, it's starting to look like it's something that, you know, you tackle multiverses. It's going to be a thing where it's, it's a big undertaking. Right. But this is starting to look like it's going to be even bigger in scope than we had even thought. And, um, I wonder, you know, how do you top something like the Infinity Saga, something that plays out over the course of those, all those four phases and all these Avengers movies and everything that we had from Iron Man to Endgame, how that all played out and worked to that one, that one moment or that one film or that one climax. How do you top something like that? And it looks like they're swinging for the fences on this multiverse shit, and that that could be how you top that. Like it looks like that's gonna be like the general makeup of this phase, and uh, or maybe this. I don't know if they plan on doing multiple phases and having it be a saga, but uh, that's what's starting to look like. We talk about Kang as the big bad of it, and all this multiverse and and time stuff. Like that is up my right up my alley. So uh, <laughs> really looking forward to that. really curious if this episode is going to have implications in the films and I'm really liking the direction we're going now because like now we're getting into almost kind of like new branches of genre for for these what if episodes um harsher darker imagery darker results like I said getting progressively better so like I'm I'm pleased to go from episode one being like keep this shit up and I'm not even going to watch it to episode four where now they're just rolling and they're doing really uh, creative and exciting things with with the, with this show. So, um, really good episode, and I will see you guys next week for episode five. Peace.